Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, you're so welcome to this channel, NarcCon. Uh, today we're going to continue the education in relation to how to divorce a narcissist and how to understand a divorce process with a narcissist. In particular, um, a narcissist who's using delaying tactics. They won't always do it this way. Sometimes they will actually really be invested in the divorce going forward quickly. But again, in a situation like that, you still won't actually know that in particular because they will want to retain control of the situation. So they may put it forward that they're not that bothered in, in going quickly, whereas that is actually their agenda. But that's not the situation that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about when you come up against so many obstacles to getting free of a narcissist in the physical and practical sense, in those terms. And some people, you know, can actually be in the unfortunate situation where they're actually living in the same house as a narcissist trying to divorce them. So my heart goes out to you if you're in that situation, far, far better to be for them to have gone off somewhere and for you to be physically separate. Um, but this is still something that you can win. It's just, I think we should deal with that in a separate um, podcast, actually, how to interact with a narcissist while you're living with them in a getting a divorce situation. So what to do and how to approach the divorce with a narcissist? Well, first of all, if you haven't caught part one Go and check that out before listening to this because it explains a lot in relation to your mental preparation and in relation to you staying true to yourself and your fairness and your compromise and you're wanting to, you know, get a fair deal for everyone and to get away as quickly as possible where you can retain those qualities, but you just need to use a different strategy when you're dealing with a narcissist. The first thing I'll say to you is, if you want to save time, save money, actually, um, retain your sanity and lessen your anxiety in the divorce process with a narcissist, I would strongly suggest that you follow these tips or at least some of them or at least consider them. So you may think at the beginning of the divorce process being you that, hey, if we don't have to go to court, if, you know, I'm so willing to compromise, you know, we, were, we spent years together, you know, I have a, a love for this person, even though they've abused me, or for the children, it'd be better if we could compromise and work something out. That is a no-no, guys. That is a total no-no if you know you're dealing with a narcissist. To them, that is perceived as a weakness. It's perceived as you coming to the table in a giving position, in a weak position, you wanting something from them, which empowers them. And it actually, instead of achieving what you believe would achieve by showing that you can compromise, the narcissist will, will look on that as weakness and will believe that they're entitled and empowered so much more and get pleasure in taking that power and control over you. So it will put you in a weaker position and actually the narcissist will become more abusive with that stance. So you go into this 
strategizing, knowing that you're up against a narcissist and knowing that you have to use a different strategy and a different agenda in order for this to come out in any way fair. The first thing I would do is I would get a therapist, if possible, for yourself, if that's financially viable. When we're dealing with lawyers, solicitors, whatever terms, attorneys, whatever terms we use in our different parts of the world, attorneys like to deal with the legal aspect of divorce, etc. And if they get too, um, too, how can I say, overcome with your appearing unstable or needing their emotional support, it actually goes against you and it also kind of wastes time because time is money with the legal profession. Um, so you're better off looking after your mental health with a therapist or with family and friends and only bringing to the attorney the business part, the legal part of the transaction with the, the divorce with the narcissist. So it gives the attorney a better feeling about you, more confidence in relation to them brokering a good deal for you. And it's just less messy. So, you know, a lot of people will, will say in, in coaching situations, et cetera, that, you know, I've been, I was dealing with my attorney initially. They were great. They kind of seem to be backing off from me a bit. Um, I haven't heard from them. It's hard to get them. So attorneys like to keep things, you know, on a kind of a, a legal footing, on a business footing. They're not there to give us therapy. They're not there for emotional support, even though some of them can be lovely and will will give you a bit of that um, as well as the legal advice. But that's not what they're there for. And it messes up the process. So I know I won't labor that point any further, guys. The second thing is obviously to do your research and get a sharp div divorce attorney or a lawyer because you're going to need someone who is who understands narcissism. It might be useful even to say, look, I'm dealing with a narcissist. It's a person who won't compromise. So I need to, you know, with that understood, I am a fair person. I like to compromise, but it's not going to work with this person. So if you give them a heads up, it's a good idea. Get someone who's sharp who's streetwise, who's been around the block a few times and who is familiar with the divorce process. So a specialist in this area would be a good idea. Also, narcissists, guys, are notorious, notorious for having separate bank accounts and for having hived off money, for giving false reports on their businesses and their assets. And if they, they may even do this from the beginning of the marriage. They're always, they've always got a secret life going on. And usually they have stoven away or whatever you'd like to say, um, pushed away a certain amount of their financial income, keep, kept it hidden or have separate accounts. So if you can and you have the resources, a financial detective or financial discovery at the beginning, when you're starting off, would be a very good idea. Not when you're kind of months in and they're, you know, you know, they have something you tell the lawyer and they suddenly come up and say, that's not the case. They don't have this and they don't have as much money. You know the story, guys. This is another thing narcissists will do to frustrate the hell out of you and to waste time. So 
the most important piece of information I can give you here, the very most important piece of information is instead of doing the negotiations and the compromise, go straight to court. And you'll say again, Paula, look, this isn't a good idea. Going to court is really costly. It's going to cost me a hell of a lot of money. I will tell you, yes, court is expensive. Yes, the court is costly. But it'll cost you more in lawyer fees with the messing around that a narcissist will do. I mean, first of all, the narcissist may not get themselves an attorney or a lawyer, which it blows your mind when, you know, they've agreed to the divorce. Much better that you do not have any conversations with the narcissist about the divorce. The narcissist uses this to gain information about what you're going to ask for, where your mind is at, et cetera, et cetera. Let your lawyer do the that type of work. But the narcissist may not even engage a lawyer. Then they may engage a lawyer, but not reply to your lawyer's letters. They may delay in that way. They may not answer your lawyer's questions directly, but come back at you with a lot of accusations and questions. So again, these are manipulation tactics that narcissists will use to delay the process, to exhaust you, to prevent you from moving on, to maintain control over you. They're all done from a negative perspective for you and a positive perspective for the narcissist. So guys, this is really an abusive process that they will put you through. They will also offer you derisory deals, you know, if you do try to compromise, which is another form of putting you down and belittling you. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And annoying you because if they can get you into an emotional state and you do something, you know, that is out of character because of the pressure and stress you're under, then it's more benefit to them, particularly if they're in a blames, you know, country or state where there's a, a blame element in the divorce process. Much better if you're in a no blame state, because at least it takes that type of messing out of the divorce process. Because if you are going for divorce where there's the blame element involved, oh my God, narcissists will put you through the ringer in what they come up with in uncovering things that you wouldn't want uncovered in making things up about you, like that you've had affairs, that you've done this and done that. Let's not get into that. That's a whole nother element, but it's also a good reason to go straight to court. Go straight to court. Now, I know you, you may say to me, well, you know, Paula, if we head straight to court, it looks like I'm not making a compromise and that I'm not a fair person and I'm that I'm being vindictive, etc. And even though I know I'm not, the court might not like that. So consult 
very consult with your lawyer and say you want to go straight to court is there something necessary that you need to do um that the court would expect of you before you you know initiate that process and your lawyer may say to you that the court would require that you had a mediation with your ex-partner or husband or wife or that you showed that you engaged in the mediation process. So, you know, if you have to do that, do it once and once only so that it can be seen that you were, you know, guys, we have to play with the system to a certain extent or the narcissist will use that against you and say you wouldn't compromise and you wouldn't negotiate, even though they have no, zero intention of mediating with you or compromising or negotiating. The narcissist plays the system. Remember the analogy of the narcissist going into battle with the sword. You need to go into battle with the same type of equipment if you're to come out of the battle without being destroyed with a fair compromise. So guys, so if you do have to go to a mediation session, go to the mediation session, there's another way around this that you could suggest to your lawyer and say, I am with, in my opinion, a narcissist. Um, I have been to therapy. This is another good thing, you know, a plus. It's always good to go to therapy. But to say, you know, that you've been and prove that you've been to therapy, say you were in a, an abusive relationship emotionally and psychologically, if not physically, and explain that mediation is not something that would serve your mental health and it would not achieve anything because this person is mentally and psychologically abusive to you. So I hope all these tips are are going to resonate and make sense to someone who's even halfway through the process of trying to divorce the narcissist and is still trying to come at the battle with a bunch of roses instead of, you know, the, the equipment that you need to fight a narcissist. So, guys, I would say go straight to court and explain that to your lawyer and use a therapist for your emotional support so that you have as much clarity when dealing with your lawyer as, as you possibly can, so that you can work together, strategizing how to make this process as painless as possible and as beneficial to all parties concerned as possible. Take the higher ground, take responsibility, know that you're not going to change who you are, your loving, beautiful self, is not going to be compromised in the process by you adopting a different strategy to one that you would normally adopt. Some people have great issue and problem coming to terms with this, and they feel that if they change their way of approaching this or approaching a problem, you know, that they are changing who they are themselves. This is just an intelligent, um, an intelligent intellectual management of a situation that is not normal, that is not, is just not normal. So if you, you know, if you do normal in a situation that's not normal, you're not going to get a normal result. So I hope that helps. And the last thing, guys, I will say about this is in negotiations, in, in general, 
in general when people negotiate. If people, two people come to the table and want to come to an agreement where there is fairness on both sides, normal people will come as close, supposing we have one to a hundred and both parties want to get some type of equality in the deal. Normal people will kind of come to the deal with, say, offer 45% and the other person will maybe offer 40%. And they hope to reach as near to the 50 as possible. With narcissists in the divorce process, if you come to the deal, you know, offering 40 or 45%, hoping to get to 50%, the narcissist will offer 0%. And then somebody making a judgment on that is often will try and find the middle ground in the third party making a judgment where one person is at 45% and the other person is at zero. And they may bring you to say 75 or 80% if you're following where I'm coming from. Because you started at a higher level and the narcissist started at a lower level. So you would end up giving, for instance, an extra 25 or 30% to this narcissist who's meeting you in the middle of where the discrepancy lies. I hope you're following, guys. But this is, say, with a judge in a court, if you go in with that, you know, level of, if you go in looking for less for what you think is fair and the narcissist goes in at a zero point, you know, a judge may come to a natural human kind of compromise situation and come between the two. So, you know, speak to your lawyer about that. What's the right approach? Most lawyers will know the local court systems. They'll know how judges make judgments. And, you know, again, another thing to do is to go for a local lawyer or someone that knows the particular court system in your state. Because like everyone, I mean, doctors work together. They know each other. They talk together. Lawyers know each other. They work together, talk together with judges. So there is a kind of um, a way of doing business that that's what you're paying your lawyer for. They will give you the best advice in relation to the system that's there. So if they say to you, look, you know, Paula, it's a good idea to go in looking for much more than you would you would expect. This is going to broker a better deal if the judge comes down in the middle of the two. Or they may say, look, this particular judge would appreciate you coming in looking for a fair amount. And that's the best approach to take. So that's all about your lawyer understanding the, the, the local system, understanding or perhaps knowing how the judge's role in this particular state or locality and giving you the best advice. That's what they're there for, guys. That's what they're there for. So utilize a good lawyer or attorney for your, you know, future and even for the narcissist future because even following all this advice and going to court, the narcissist will still play dirty. They play dirty. The only thing that a narcissist will respect is a, a worthy opponent, basically. So they will 
come to a kind of a, a compromise if a court tells them they have to. That's as near as you're going to get to the narcissist compromising. And even when the court tells them what the, you know, what the divorce, you know, decides, makes a judgment on a financial settlement, et cetera, they'll still try and weasel their way out of that as much as they possibly can. So a court order is fundamental to you getting um, away from a narcissist in a divorce situation that they don't want or that they are delaying. Guys, I hope this advice was helpful. I am available for coaching. Um, if you want further customized advice on your particular situation with your particular narcissist and their style of interacting. Take great care of yourselves, particularly if you're going through this process. Self-care, look after yourselves. And until I meet you next time, bye for now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.